Media Network is proud to present Cosmic Prayers, your weekly shift, Mondays at 11, Mountain Time, with your host, Laura Topper. The Cosmic Prayers, live from the UK. And now, here she is, Laura Topper. Hi, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Cosmic Prayer. I'm so excited to be here. My name is Laura. And if you're watching this now and live, then get ready for an amazing broadcast with two incredible spiritual leaders that are waiting to come on to share their idea of prayer and how prayer has transformed their lives and how they transform other people's lives with prayer. Each week we are here uh, with the Cosmic Prayer to shine a light on how we can use prayer as a spiritual practice for our lives. And you may be new to using prayer or prayer using you, <laughs> or it may be something that you're used to and it's a part of your daily spiritual practice. And whatever that is for you, this is the perfect place because here we get to learn more, to share, to understand, and to really delve into what prayer means. So I'm excited because I'm here in the UK and the amazing Diego is producing our show. I just wanted to mention Diego because he does such amazing work here on New Thought Media Network and he's here every single week producing the cosmic prayer and bringing it out over the airwaves for you to um, for you to view and listen to. So thank you, Diego. This week on the Cosmic Prayer, we have two incredible women, both spiritual leaders and fully committed to teaching uh, spirituality through uh, new, uh, 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 science of mind, with science of mind, as science of mind ministers. They are both staff ministers at CSL Kelowna, which is in Canada. And more recently, hi Robin, <laughs> more recently they in the last year, year and a half, they have been um, taken on a commitment within themselves to be the spiritual leaders for the Centre for Spiritual Living in Kenya. Both of these women are um, inspiring me in so many great ways with the work that they are doing in this world. So I'd like to welcome now uh, Reverend Gwen Smith and Reverend Barbara Samuel to the Cosmic Prayer and just a big hello and hug to your virtual hug here from the UK. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining the Cosmic Prayer. Thank you for being here. Thank our you pleasure, so our honor. You really inspire me, both of you, because you do so much. And every time I, I either see you online or talk with you, Reverend Gwen, you're just so cool and calm and collected. And yeah, I, that's, and yeah, I know the amount of, uh, of work that you're doing and, and how you're empowering others or inspiring others to use spiritual practice for, to transform lives in areas of the world where maybe it wouldn't be they wouldn't normally think of using prayer, for example, in the way we use prayer to um, to create a life that's fulfilled and meaningful. Right. So thank you, first of all, for everything that you're doing. Well, you got to know, Laura, uh, we have the most incredible team. The the our board, um, Barb. Well, Barb was on the board a little bit before me, but oh, I came on and it's just I was in awe. Uh, everybody on that board has such incredible sacred gifts and talents and skills and are 
wide open and willing to um, bring them forth and and put them to work for each one. And and it just comes together in such a beautiful collaboration. And honestly, we have moved mountains. It's been a year uh, as of July 1st, and we have moved mountains. It's incredible. And we just we're just always bouncing back and forth between Barb and I, how grateful, how profoundly grateful we are in this experience and um, to be witness of it and a part of it. We're, we're in there too, but you know, it's, it's oh, yeah. phenomenal. It's true. Reverend Gwen is correct. Our teams are fantastic. Our boards, our people, and they share their gifts, their treasures and their talents with us. And we are, as Gwen said, in awe. And we love moving forward. And we're propelling forward. We're in, the, we're in this incredible trajectory that's just, it's, in, it's unstoppable. <laughs> and it's all oh. because of prayer. All because of prayer, let me tell you. <laughs> yes. So, um, so you're talking right now about, the, you know, this, this new venture, which isn't a new venture, but it's a, a, it's a newer commitment for, for both of you that you've true. said yes in your heart to the calling of becoming spiritual directors for Centre for Spiritual Living in Kenya. Yeah. Uh, which is really. far removed from where you are uh, geographically from from Canada, and your your intention and your inspiration is just sparking a whole. You know, you've you've taken over from the beautiful Reverend Connie Phelps, yeah. who, who mm. transitioned last year, and you've you're invigorating uh, this community with your your sacred knowing and and wisdom. And it just feels so exciting, all of the work that you're doing to inspire this community to use prayer and other principles, spiritual principles and practices. So um, so tell me how, how prayer, maybe you can both answer this individually, but how prayer really um, has, how, you, how you've em embraced prayer for your lives and, and what prayer really means for you. How important is prayer? Well, um, prayer, I, I, and I think uh, I'll let Gwen speak for herself, but for me, uh, I've been praying since I was a young girl. I remember my first prayer when my mom came into my room as a young girl and she lost her sister. And she came in and she said, Barbara, pray with me. And, uh, you know, we had been doing the Lord's Prayer every night uh, my whole life. But that was the first prayer where I really felt a connection. And it's, it became, for me, as a young girl, part of my spiritual practice. And what I recognized my mom, what she was doing today, was she was praying out called the divine. And she was giving all of her heart to that um, energy. And for me now, it, it centers me. It changes me. It touches me. It influences me and it opens my, uh, it shifts my um, perception and, and opening my consciousness to that oneness that I know is already there. I know is everywhere present. And so that's, that's what prayer is for me. And that's when I first started learning about prayer. Wow. To have such an influence as a young child and, and for your mom to support that mm. and guide you. That's so beautiful. Because not all of us are so, you know, not all, all of us have that experience of, of as a young child and then it being reinforced by, um, by our mom. <laughs> that must I, have felt amazing. Incredible. And I think as a parent, she knew who I was uh, in part before I even knew who I was. 
as an adult. She, she saw the possibilities of holding that sacred space. What a blessing, amazing. And for you, Reverend Gwen, how, how has prayer impacted your life? Well, I didn't grow up with any uh, prayer work or prayer influence um, per se. Um, I know people would say, um, you know, if somebody passed away, you're in our prayers. And I, I, it was just a comment. I mean, it, it had no um, um, basis to it, right? I, did, I had no reference for it. And then when I was growing up, I stayed a lot with my cousins who um, went to Catholic uh, church. And I loved going because there was lots of ritual and um, there was prayer work. And, and I loved how you, they were in community. Um, and then I never really got into knowing or practicing prayer until I became into science and mind teachings and, and the religious science uh, philosophy. And yeah, it's changed. It, it's a, a grounding force. It's a way of um, recentering. Um, when life out here gets a little chaotic and wild, uh, I mean, we've got forest fires around us and we've got, um, you know, things going on. Um, it brings me back to center for sure. And there's just been great things. Um, for me that has happened to me because it's opened me to possibilities. Anything is possible. And it's prayer that directs it and it intentionally and purposely um, moves that energy. So I, it's, it's been a, a game changer. Game changer. Come yeah. on. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love, I love hearing, uh, you know, you, you both saying how, from from totally different you know for you Reverend Gwen how prayer was never really something that was meaningful for you growing up maybe or as a child or in your and and yet you know for you Reverend Barbara that was it it was inspired in you and yet you're both together doing this beautiful work you found each other <laughs> our paths have crossed yeah okay we have landed here together and we love it. I can't imagine serving and doing what I do without my sister girlfriend, Gwen. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And, and I got to tell you, uh, speaking yeah. of prayer, um, Barb is my mental equivalent. When I first came and was at one of the very first Sundays, um, there she is up singing her heart and just, oh, I mean, Barb sings with her whole being. And I um, I remember looking up at her going, yeah, that's what I want. Like that was the mental equivalent. I love and, this. And you know, the part. And you know, it came true. The, the, it came true. Um, Barb was my vocal teacher. And then she, um, I got into a band, a house band with CSL Kelowna. And I would be the leader of the music in that Sunday service because Barb would, it would give Barb an opportunity to have a Sunday off. And um, it's been just, uh, well, magical. It's been magical. But Barb was my, um, she's my mental equivalent. <laughs> my oh, my word. <laughs> yeah. So before yeah. the show, I was asking you, Reverend Barb, you know, you're a singer, you're a music. I had no idea, Reverend Gwen, that you were actually <laughs> well, you're a secret singer. Secret singer, yeah. Secret singer. 
she has like, <laughs> from a farm and she used to sing walking through the field feeding the animals gwen's got pipes she my hairbrush yeah <laughs> we have a lot of fun singing together and we were in I Kenya for the conference 2020 conference and i was yeah. a musical director there and gwen came in and supported me and sang and shone her light so bright too oh I my gosh yeah this is amazing <laughs> this is amazing. I'm a I'm a singer also. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching you. Everyone's a singer. See, everyone should express themselves, even though oh, they can. It's yeah. the most freeing thing, and I love it that you said. You know, before we came on, that you know, your your. I asked you what your um what what type of music you sing, what genre of music, and you said, well, it's God music. That's that's for me. I think um, I think there's something about that for me that when I'm singing my songs or someone else's song and I'm singing along to it and it's a new thought song, that's a prayer for me. That's a prayer. It's like the, those words. I know every word is a prayer for me. That's how I feel it. But when I'm singing it, it's like it really the vibration of that, um, saying that truth and, and singing it. And uh, it's amazing how a song, songs are prayers. Yes, they it's are. Like treat them as prayers. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Every thought, every thought, every word, every every expression is a prayer. And when we absorb it, when we allow it, you know, when a lyric, I, I can cry at the drop of a dime for a lyric and a melody yeah. just comes in and the two combine. My soul just moves with them and it becomes one. And I'm absorbing the actual prayer. That's what's happening. And so I'm becoming that prayer through song. Oh, I wish we had a, um, something here that we could play. <laughs> oh, we've always amazing. got a song, baby. We've always got a song. <laughs> Maybe you can sing something right now. <laughs> well, my husband wrote a song that was simply just love is a prayer. Love is a prayer and I pray for you. That's the whole song. And it oh. builds and it builds and it builds. Oh. And it builds. Yeah. That's Where it. can we find this song? <laughs> I'll share it with you. I'll share it with you. I'll do. Okay. Let me do that with you. It's phenomenal. It's amazing. Amazing. So how do you how do you inspire others to pray in your community? I'm really interested. While while um Rev Barbara's finding that, maybe Reverend Gwen um, talk on that because sometimes we uh, I know for myself, even if I'm in a practice of it, it can be can get in a rut sometimes with with how well, to pray, but um there's a we have a, a prayer group like our practitioner group with Kenya and we, we just you know somebody might be talking to somebody and say okay like let have you reached out for prayer have you put it in the group you know um, it's just a reminder of everybody to to um, reach out um, even I forget I I've, I was talking to our um, lead practitioner and I said something to her and she goes did you ask for prayer and I'm going Right. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, and, and it just seemed like such a little thing and I was dealing with and she goes, but I was, there was a struggle. And um, so she brought it up and it's like, yeah, right. Okay. And so um, it's that whole reminder. And yeah, once you, once you've, you've taught it and we've, we've done the treatments over and over again um, and they start to see effect they start to see the manifestations and the demonstrations. I think that's the bigger motivator as well. And we always um, 
encourage that as a spiritual practice. It's not, it's a daily thing for sure. It's a, an hourly thing, whatever fits into your life. So it's, um, it's through, you know, just those reminders, encouragements and saying, look what just demonstrated. Like, well, how, why would you want, want to, why would you not want to have prayer in your life in a treatment? Right. And, um, yeah. 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 So can you talk through, you know, for anyone that's listening right now that may but be unfamiliar with spiritual mind treatment, because that's a, it's a specific way that we pray where we're not, yeah. we're not begging or pleading. We know truth already. We know it's already done. Right. And, um, it could be really helpful for you to just talk through that, the, the five stages of, of okay. spiritual mind treatment. Okay. Um, yeah. So when, um, so it is, it's a specific sort of formula. It, it grounds you in that knowing that God is all there is. First off, yeah. there's a full on recognition. So that's the first step. And that is where we acknowledge that God is all there is. It is omnipresent. It's, it's a part of the divine matrix. It's, it's um, universal love. There's many, many, many names, but it's one thing. But we can say all these things just to get our consciousness in line with that wholeness, that allness, and that magnificence of God, um, the omnipresence. And then we go into unity, because if God is all there is, we're in it. It's in us. Um, there's that unity. And, but we are, we're acknowledging that unity. We're acknowledging that God is all there is, and then we're acknowledging that unity, and then we're unifying in the wholeness and allness of God. And then in the realization step is where we, and it's called an affirmative prayer for a reason. We're affirming that life is good, that there is all these possibilities, and that any situation and condition can be turned around and so it's done with affirm affirmative statements in the present tense, already done, knowing the truth. Prayer, uh, spiritual mind treatment is revealing the spiritual truth and revealing the spiritual magnificence of every single soul on this uh, planet. So that's what the realization step is, is just claiming and, and declaring and then you go into gratitude. Gratitude is a whole state of consciousness and attitude. And now we're giving thanks that this creative process that we've um, activated, intentionally activated through the, the prayer steps is integritous. It's always working. It's always saying yes. And we give great gratitude for that. And then we just let it go. We let it go. We get ourselves out of the way and let that universal creative process do its thing. And then we just ground it by saying, and so it is. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Because, you know, every time I hear that, and I know that, I know this, I'm doing it, I'm practicing it. And yet it's to refresh and hear it again and again. It's, it's a beautiful reminder that... Mm -hmm. um, that each of these steps is so powerful, particularly the first two, when we recognize that God is all yes. and, and I am God, or I am the essence of, of that, yeah. which is so powerful, isn't it? 
So have yeah. there been times in, in your life where you, maybe um, Reverend Barr, I know you popped out, you're popping back yeah. in again. I, I'm, I'm in and out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like I love it. I'm hot, I'm cold, I'm in, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> you're here, you're there, you're everywhere. <laughs> so has there been a time for you where you've lost faith? And where prayer has, you know, kind of been put on the back burner or you felt, I need to, oh, I want to really use prayer more because I, yeah. I'm not feeling it. Yes, there there has been. Um, and I think that's real. That's human. That's our experience, you know. And it's okay to actually forget for a moment where you come from. Because then when you reconnect, and it doesn't take you that long when you've had that foundation of this treatment to come back to mm -hmm. that place. When my mom passed away, I was a young woman. I was 23. She, my mom was very faith-filled. Um, as I said, she was my first prayer partner. And I thought, uh, and she died at a very young age. That's not right. The world didn't stop when she passed away, as we know happens when people transition. And I was young and didn't have that the knowing that I know now through this teaching, through this science of mind, the five steps that Reverend Gwen just talked about. So yes, I did lose faith and I got mad and I cursed God and what I thought was God at the time. I didn't know that there was something, a power within me that could help me um, move past that. You know, uh, in another lifetime, I, I would think that prayer was about convincing God to do something for me. It wasn't about being aware of the presence of the God that was in within me. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, there, there have been, there have been times when I, and that was the major time, but it's like riding a bike. Once you learn the steps that Reverend Gwen talked about the specific process of the spiritual mind treatment. And I should probably said also known as an affirmative prayer, you know, um, we, we simply call it a treatment. It sounds very medicinal, but it's a very scientific prayer. There's a realization that the universe is infinite, that it is present, that is, it permeates everything and it brings new possibilities into life and that we're able to feel, hear, speak and desire what's already ours. So I desired a connection with my mom. I desired a connection I didn't know at a young age, I was really desiring a, a, that connection with the presence within. So when we summon all of those steps together within ourselves, when we um, don't try to beg, to trick, to um, argue, we don't even ask or deny to tell you the truth. In prayer and science of mind, we just know. That's the key. We just no. And then we fall into joyful surrender, releasing all the delusion of control that we think we have uh, <laughs> that's outside of us, giving that power to something else. So I have lost faith and I have found faith again. And it wasn't hard to reconnect because I had a foundation. But that yeah. foundation is very different than what I knew at one time. Thank you so much for sharing that. You know, because that must have been a very emotional time because when we're losing, we think we're losing the physicality of somebody, the presence of somebody, to turn to prayer for um, for that, not only that comfort, but that knowing of truth, that's a big step to take to surrender. 
to uh, the invisible, as it were, and you did it. Wow, amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And I, I think that's really powerful because the last year has been so challenging for so many of us in different ways. We've, we've all had to transition or been given this opportunity of transitioning through something, dying off something, whatever it is, whether it's a physical thing or an emotional state or a way of being or a way of living or, or a person or our health. Uh, we've been very challenged, haven't we, in the past year and a half to stay in that knowing of truth. Yeah, life this year has This year has been a great opportunity to know the truth, to express the mm -hmm. truth and live the truth. There have been a lot of challenges and it's been every single human being on this earth has experienced it. And so this was the opportunity for us to hold steadfast, to stay and know that we are fully equipped and able to handle any situation and refuse to be distracted by fear or doubt or confusion. This was the perfect year to practice treatment mm. and prayer. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, now I'm really interested because I know you're both doing such incredible work with Centers for Spiritual Living Kenya, where you've followed your, your prayer, your calling to step into leadership there, both of you together. I love this. and. Um, and so Reverend Gwen, how is that shaped? How is that shaping your life? Because it's, you know, you, you kind of, you said yes, you took that baton from Reverend Connie Phelps who transitioned last year, who was an inf incredible spirit soul, her intention to create this and, and for this community from scratch really. And you've come in and said, yes, we're gonna kind of take over and be here to <laughs> shine the light of this, of what we know in this community. And how has prayer led you through that? How is prayer leading you through this? Well, first of all, it was like, yes. And it's like, ooh, I couldn't possibly do what Connie did. Because <laughs> <laughs> Connie was just like, <gasps> she's such a big energy, right? And, and, um, yeah. uh, and we, uh, it was, such a joy to be at the conference in Kenya um, in the environment of Nairobi and, um, you know, the countryside of Kenya um, to see her in action. And so that really was inspiring and helpful. And, you know, I'm just reflecting um, just the other day that I did a, a 20 minute talk at the conference. And I remember it was the last day and it was just such an amazing um powerful few days at this conference and I remember going on that stage I'm going I challenge every one of you here to um, not forget this don't leave here and forget this like make sure that you keep Kenya in your hearts and your prayers and and um, do what you are led to do and then uh, what five months later we're being asked to do <laughs> step into these big shoes so um yeah no it, it's it, of course it's it was big for me um i never it wasn't my intention or my um uh, aspiration to be a spiritual leader of a center and so this was really a surprise really a surprise but it felt absolutely soulfully right and um, 
And then to know I'm partnering up with Barb was uh, a no-brainer, right? We have this connection and um, sisterhood. And so um, it was, it was um, praying. It was um, getting to know our board and, and doing the treatments and just knowing that we were just so loved and supported. And then all of a sudden we've got other support coming in from the Geneva Conference welcoming us, um, the Global Services. Um, it was, it's just been tremendous. And so that is also in my treatment work to have that love and support. And it shows up in so many ways, that, ways that we didn't even know were out there, to tell you the truth. And people are showing up and they're stepping forward. Yeah. And they are stepping forwards in not only in, in, in support capacity, in the community that you're building as well. The oh. People are actually being drawn, so many people are being drawn into learning from you as teachers. I mean, we have people here online, uh, Facebook users, I can't see their names because we're on StreamYard, but we have messages from um, uh, Warren's. Warren's Queen. I don't know if he's one of your students or, and there's another one here. Thank you, Diego. Uh, loving my teachers, Rev Babs. So, and Robin Hackett. Hi, Robin, if you're here, still watching. Um, you know, you're creating a stir and you're, you're kind of bringing people into the melting pot of um, teaching them these, these new ways, science of mind and coming to Kenya and expanding the community there how does that feel oh heartwarming it's, it's heartwarming it's powerful and it allows me to know that we're carrying on that legacy of reverend connie reverend connie was my first teacher yeah. in this teaching and uh it allows me to know that we're walking in those footsteps and we're building upon the foundation that she built and I'm, I'm proud, I'm moved, and I know that that Rev Babs, hey, Rev Babs out there, that must be Love Mac, or that's Christine. I know yeah. that they call me Rev Babs out there. So ah. to you. And I apologize, I understand there's some static. I, I, I had to move a little bit of a... to my phone, so I'm sorry. It's okay. We're happy with static. <laughs> it's a part of it. It's, um, yeah, it's prayer and movement. <laughs> we have, um, yeah, such growing interest. And uh, Connie, uh, you know, just through her uh, talking with people and her connections, like she can make connections so easily. And um, she hooked in people. And then the conference. That also uh, ignited a whole nother um, group of people who were not sure of what it was, but came to the conference. And that ignited a whole nother interest and um, numbers of people. And of course, they're talking about it. So, you know, the whole ripple effect. And so we are, um, yeah, we're growing. But, you know, that's the blessing in COVID and having to go virtual. Mm -hmm. Anybody that was interested outside of Nairobi had access to us. Yes. You know, we've got people from Kasumu, PC. Um, we've even had uh, people zooming in from uh, the, the coast, uh, Mumbai, no, Mombasa. And um, it, it's 
accessible now. We have access. They have access to us and we have access to them. And so that's been the real big key. I don't think we'll change our class platforms. We'll probably carry on doing virtual classrooms so yes. that we can have um, that access for everybody remotely and centrally. And what I love about this whole thing, um, you know, Christine popped up there. Hi, Christine. I love you, my spirit sister. <laughs> what I love, yeah, I love you too, Christine. What I love um, is is knowing that Reverend Connie followed her heart when she, you know, she had this vision to come to to come to, come to Kenya. She resisted. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, yeah, she resisted, and yet she. That resistance then broke down. She surrendered, didn't she? And she followed her. Well, and, and I shouldn't even call, I shouldn't even call it a, a resistance. It was like no, like you know, like a, a vision is big. It's God's yeah. idea. It's, yeah. So it's going to be massive for for our comprehension, right? And so when we get that download from God, uh, our vision for who we are and how we're to show up, or what what is ours to do, we step back and go, huh, me. And um, so I think that's what happened. Like she just went, I, cause it was big. That was big in the mind of man, you know, not in the mind of God. And, um, but you know, she got that affirmation that it affirmed immediately uh, several times right in that same weekend. Right. And so, you know, it's like, okay, it's okay. And I so admire people who can take those visions and go, Okay, let's do it. Yes. And um, yeah. what's so inspiring? It is. It's really inspiring. So inspiring because she went to Kenya knowing nobody really, didn't she? She wasn't, she didn't, there wasn't a community there already. She went with the intention of starting it and beginning it. Yeah. Yes. And that was prayer led. And, yes. uh, and you've come along and stepped into that and, just taking that baton and, and are continuing with it. I love it. Is there a picture of Reverend Connie on your on your website? Um, oh, absolutely there is. She's with yeah. the children at the school. Yeah. Um, is it down even further, Diego? On that. There, there she, she is. is. There's our Thank you, girl. Diego. Yeah, yes, Reverend Connie. Thank you. Yeah. And you know, I met Reverend Connie, Connie once. I, I spoke with her many times on, on WhatsApp and on, you know, by email. And I met her once at CSL Geneva when we were performing there and she was there a couple of years ago. And wow, this incredible woman with such a big heart and so much to say. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, I'm glad you got to meet her. Oh, I'm yeah. glad you got to some connection with her because yeah. She really was an incredible woman and to experience her presence is, and she was fun. And yes. She was, she was just, a good time. The yeah. joy that would just bubble out of her spontaneously was amazing. And a spiritual warrior. I'm not sure if you said that, Gwen. No. Um, I've been trying to get in and out, but a spiritual warrior. And can I also just say about me popping in and out? This is a lot Please like do. our classes in Kenya. And Ms. Gwen <laughs> said that. You know, we have bad internet connection or we have weather, weather that happens in Kenya. But we, our students have 
perseverance. And so I'm determined to keep popping in and out of here too. <laughs> yes. You know, you're not getting rid of me because they, they, they are determined and they have heart. And I want to have that same determination and heart. And that's the same determination and heart that Connie had. She was a spiritual warrior. And that energy that, um, you know, she she left with all of us as her legacy. And I said earlier, and, and one of the last things she said to Gwen and I is um, just live your truth. Live the truth of God's truth. You know, have the wisdom of God's wisdom and love each other. And those were some of the final words that Connie said to us. Oh. Yeah, and she and she really did that because I know that she continued with, with her transition quite publicly, didn't she? In the way that she, that was so brave. She was, she was doing classes from her yeah. hospital bed, <laughs> and she was she was giving people a, a weekly update of her trans of of what was happening for her health wise at her bedside from her bedside. Um. A true spiritual teacher, a true spiritual leader and guide and example, I believe. Someone that I um, look up look up to as to how to do spirituality in public <laughs> with a community. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, no, she was. Um, and, you know, uh, uh, one of her, she taught the, the um, course many times called Sacred Gifts. And she knew what her sacred gifts were. And she knew who people who um, she collected around her, who what their spiritual or uh, sacred gifts were. And I really believe that that was why there was such harmony and um, great collaboration. Everyone knew brought to the table their sacred gift. And, um, and she recognized that she didn't have that, but this person did, and she brought them in. And we right. said at, at the uh, conference, she has collected, even though she, and she, as much as she was a spiritual warrior, she brought in her own warriors. Yeah. And um, so it was, it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And here you are as spiritual warriors, you know, continuing, <laughs> continuing uh, the, the, you know, to, to, seed forwards um this teaching and this teaching is really all about how we can live a fulfilled and meaningful life knowing that god is everything and we are a part of this as one with everything mm -hmm. so how how valuable do you believe prayer is now right now you know 2021 how valuable is it for our lives <laughs> it is everything it is the it is the tool it is the function. It is the necessity. Prayer is everything. To keep us grounded, as we have said, both of us, I think, have said earlier, to keep us connected to sports, to allow us to eliminate anxiety, you know, it, it just that deeper connection with the divine. It allows us to listen better. It allows us to surrender better. It um, eliminates um, our need for pleading and begging, and it just changes us from the inside out. And what it does for me is it builds faith. It builds my faith. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Um, it's true. I agree, Barb. Uh, right in line with that, um, building that faith and trust. And I always feel like there's a silver lining. Um, 
or as Connie would say, the gold nuggets. And that's that's gotten me through a lot too with, um, you know, our, our planet was not very well. It was kind of sickly. And then COVID happened, a pandemic happened. And, you know, um, there's just so, as much as there has been loss and um, uh, devastation, et cetera, in this, there has been so many gifts uh, on, on a world level. And can you not see how we are connected? A virus yeah. went around the whole world and connected us mm -hmm. through uh, all the dynamics of it. And mm -hmm. we can never deny that unity now. If somebody ever came to me and questioned it, I can, you know, you can physically say, well, what about the pandemic? It absolutely unified us. Not that it's a example that I would want to have. I would want them to know and share that divine energy rather than knowing the, that, that truth through a pandemic. But you know what? It worked. It worked. It shook us up. It made us wake yeah. up. It's like, uh, I remember Michael Beckworth said, if your really good friend was having a nightmare, wouldn't you shake them up and wake them up? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, we've been woke up, right? Yeah. And and how about like for me, what I'm realizing more and more, maybe um I love what you've just said, shake up and wake up. <laughs> um so for me, I'm also realizing that when I when I pray, when I'm in prayer for a change that I believe that um that I want to experience for my life, that I will go through uncomfortable, the uncomfortable. And that doesn't mean that prayer isn't working, does it? For me, I realize that the uncomfortable is a part of that breaking down. Maybe that's that's what we have all experienced with COVID and everything else that we've experienced in the last year and a half, how we're realizing and awakening. Mm -hmm. So maybe you could speak on that, um, Reverend Barbara, about the about being comfortable in the uncomfortable when we're praying on something and it isn't as it seems it should be in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, you know, I always say it's God's time, not our time. And Reverend Ho um, uh, Ernest Holmes says, uh, pray ceasingly. Mm -hmm. Pray ceasingly. And that's what comes to my mind when you when you say that. Uh, we have to continue to, so prayer is an interesting thing because spiritual mind treatment is an interesting thing because the philosophy is that say it, it's done and let it go. That's the yeah. gratitude. That's the release. And at the same time, Ernest Holmes says, pray ceasingly. So you pray as though it is already done knowing and it's instantaneous. Prayer is instantaneous, but it's to the degree that you can absorb it, that you actually believe it, that you actually know it. So, uh, you know, and we don't see that instantaneous demonstration. That doesn't have anything to do with the divine. That has everything to do with your ability to uh, receive it, to the reception of the power, of, of the glory, of the givingness, of the love of God. And that's hard when the ball is put in your court and you're responsible for it. Now, when we're talking globally, as we have been doing, that's individually. And as we're talking globally, as the world has, as Reverend Gwen beautiful say, beautifully said, been shaken and woken, you know, there's graciousness. 
And there's a frequency of everybody, everybody, your community, your world, your life, every person. And what is that? What are they putting into that energy? So, you know, COVID, as Gwen said, I feel has been a gift as well to allow us to feel the deeper connection to spirit, to feel the feel it from the inside out because it's it, it becomes an effect of our body and prayer as we have said today can change the experience of humanity from struggle to ease from hardship to love connection you know oh dear oh <laughs> Am I am I off? Did I go you're off on, again? You're, just for a second, you're here. You're back. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Did I you go to Nairobi and didn't tell me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having weather, Gwen. I'm having weather. <laughs> so spirit moves us from disconnection to connection. Prayer moves us to from uh, unlovable to love. Is it gone again? But we know what you're saying. <laughs> God is good all the time and all the time God is good. Period. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who was that? Somebody came up here. Diego, could you please pop up that uh the banner that just came up somebody is tuned in we're on new thought media network here with the cosmic prayer and the amazing reverend barbara samuel reverend gwen smith who are doing such incredible work bringing um not only prayer but a whole teaching philosophy way of living that we know as science of mind and spirit uh, bringing this to communities around the world in Canada and in Kenya and anywhere else that <laughs> where people find find you. Um, so how can people get in touch with you if they want to connect or know more about uh, what you're doing? I know you have a conference coming up, don't you, in 2023? We do, we do. Yeah, I'd love you to talk about that. It will be in Nairobi, Kenya. And it will be at the end of January. We haven't picked the specific dates in early February. And we will come together in community where our hearts of North, North Americans and around the world and our beautiful Kenyan family and beyond will come and share music and, and the connection of community and love and vision and heart. And um, that's, that's what we'll be doing in 2023. And all the while, uh, Gwen and I hold a host a Froggy Friday every second Friday. And we post blogs every other Friday as well. And uh, we have community events that are happening. You do. I get those blogs. Yes. Do you want to add anything, Gwen? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Yeah, it's okay. Um, uh, we are... Um... This, this whole um, idea of the uh, conference is because uh, we are going to, originally when they did the 2020 conference, Connie had four students that were going to need paneling for practitionership. And so her idea came in and said, 
we'll put on a conference and because we need people to come over and, and panel. And um, so that's how it kind of, that was how the, it, the seed got planted. So with that same idea in mind, we are going to have six practitioners to be paneled in 2023. So we said, that's time for another conference. So that's where that idea came from. So we are really excited. And uh, visioning has been uh, in place for a while around that. And it's actually going to be, it was where, um, I think Connie's idea, and Barb, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's where um, uh, Connie wanted to introduce the rest of the world to the Kenyans and show them that there's this whole community out here in North America and, and possibly Europe. And this time with the visioning, it's looking like it's where it's coming from Kenya and it's showing the world. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, it's, the and the vision is just a big heart, this big heart beating uh, with um, Kenya being the heart uh, pulsating outwards. So the visioning has been very, very exciting. And so it's really stirring us up for the uh, conference to come. Yeah. Oh, this feels amazing. So, um, oh, I, I want to be there. <laughs> we want you to be there, Laura. Yeah, we I want to be there. there. We've got some work for you to do, too. We're going to put you to <laughs> We'll put oh, you to I'd work. I'd love to be there. <laughs> it sounds amazing. So people can find out about this on the website, CSL Kenya. And um, I know that you'll be ha having uh, opportunities for people to buy tickets to nearer the time to join that amazing conference. Or yes, maybe now. Part, <laughs> part of the conference will also be safari and adventure and going to the school that we support, Britain School. And th there will be such life-changing moments. My life completely, and I know Gwen's did too, transformed on that trip. That yes. so safari means journey, and it was definitely our life journey. Soldier. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much for being here and for sharing and for inspiring me and so many who um, who are ready to hear. You know your your journeys, your understanding, and your calling, and how you're showing up and what you're doing for this planet because it's so needed isn't it and prayer is such a part of that for me it's such a vital part of that thank you thank it gets you us out of the way right laura yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah. i wonder if you'd both um be uh willing to share a prayer right now before yes, we go absolutely. to leave it, yeah absolutely. if you fantastic so yes, what, would, what would we pray for? What would the purpose be? How about that life is everywhere, that uh, we, we joyfully surrender into the, the unity of love that is everywhere present? How does that feel? That feels amazing. So would you like to would you like to begin and then I'll I'll do the um the release at the end, but I'd I'd love you two to to take the main parts of the prayer and I would love to. Gwen, yeah, do you want me fantastic. to start? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Ooh, come with me. Come with me on this beautiful ride. 
everywhere. So grateful to be in this moment. So deeply and profoundly grateful to have shared in this experience. And so I start with gratitude. I start with gratitude for knowing that there is one infinite intelligence that creates and expands and has its way through all things. That infinite intelligence is the source of all good, of all connection, of all perfect and right love and wisdom. This intelligence knows exactly what to do, when to do it, how to do it. And it is a never ending expansion of love and life. And I know that this life and this intelligence has allowed and invited myself and each and every person listening right now to be part of its energy. It is immeasurable. It is never ending. It is connected to me right here, right now in this space and place. And I am fully aware and I am equipped of this moment and I allow myself to be part of it. Tag when you're it. And I know in this unity with the one, there is wholeness, there is love, there is that divine spark within each of us that is that universal love. And in that presence of that universal love, we glow and, and ebb outwards in that unity, in that love, in that wholeness. We are all one and the same. And I know that our spirit, our soul, our knowing is connected, grounded yes. in love, mm -hmm. in joy, in life itself. Yeah. I know that we are oh, those spiritual warriors showing Woo! up, stepping in and leaning into life, expressing and expanding who each and every one of us is. With God's guidance, knowing that inner knower, we move forward. We expand, we express, we show up. Tag, Laura. Oh, and I know that this love that is always here, that is pulsating and expressing through me, through Reverend Barbara, through Reverend Gwen, through Diego and New Thought Media Network and Reverend Robert and everybody that's listening right now or is yet to listen, if you're here and with us, that we are one with this, we are one with this love, we are one with this intelligence, we are one with this harmony and prosperity and peace. And that as we each say yes individually to this, to more of this, more of this, we show up as this and collectively, collectively we say yes to this becoming who we are more and more and more. And so I'm so grateful. I'm just grateful for, for being here right now, for, for both reverends that are here and inspiring me and so many to pray, to use prayer. And I'm so grateful for the demonstration of peace and love and joy in each of our hearts right now. And I let go. We let go, knowing that this is done, that there is no more to do other than to be this and know this in our hearts and that God has this, this intelligence knows this. So I release it, and together we can say, and so it is. And so it, so is. it is. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being thank here you. and shining your lights. I can just feel it so much. I feel like we're in the room together. <laughs> thank that you for this. We are. Thank you, Diego. 
Oh my gosh. Oh. Thank you to all of us and everyone joining. Just love is so good. Love is so good. Thank you for Diego, your patience. I'm telling you, I appreciate you. you so much. That background brilliance is so appreciated. Yeah. I gave so, you a run for so money great. today. <laughs> <laughs> and you're here. You're still here. And, and so, so for anybody that's um, that's viewing right now, if you love this and you love New Thought Media Network, then you are always given the opportunity to consciously give and to um, to tithe and share and be that um, recipro reciprocal uh, part of of giving here. So we have a link down here where you can support this amazing ministry that is doing so much here in the world, New Thought Media Network, with um, broadcasts like this all day, well, maybe not all day, but at least every day, definitely, and so many times a day. So, um, hmm. Anyway, we know the love that is here for everybody because we are this love. Love is everything. Oh, make you go. Love is everything. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so there we go. Feel the love. And so it is. And so it, <laughs> so is. it is. And so it is. Thank you, Reverend Barbara and Reverend Gwen. Thank you. Until next time on the Cosmic Prayer. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper on the New Thought Media Network. If you've enjoyed this programming, please tell a friend and join us again next week for Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper.